It is time for Talking Music on KVNF Mountain Grown Community Radio. I'm Taya J. I'm joined today by Christy Lynn and Galen Clark here to talk about their collaborative album, Cinder Garden, released in 2021, and their upcoming show at the Healthy Rhythm Art Gallery in Montrose. Christy Lynn and Galen, thank you both so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Where are you talking to us from right now? We are currently in Kansas City. This is uh, actually where we recorded Kindergarten, one of the spots, actually. We're in my my living room, and we recorded some things here and some things over at, uh, in Galen's living room. (laughs) Oh, I love that. The living room sessions. It's great. Galen uh, went to school for music production and recording technology, so it's been, it's been really wonderful that we're able to record in such comfortable places. Yeah, I imagine that changes the sound a little bit just to be in familiar spaces. Yeah, it's nice to be able to take a break and um, go into the kitchen and whip up some coffee. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It feels very um, like natural, right? I love when, when art and life can intermingle in a comfortable way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have heard your sound described as both nostalgic and warm, and also as reminiscent and fresh. I'm wondering if you can elaborate a little more on those ideas. Yeah, so I think Kirsty and I both came from different backgrounds in in life, but also just creatively with uh, music. We both met at Shenandoah University in Winchester, Virginia, and Kirsty was working on studying opera at the time, and I was kind of studying music production and learning a bit of jazz guitar, but I think both of our backgrounds were kind of self-taught in, in music otherwise, but I think we didn't necessarily play a whole lot together in college, but when we both went separate ways after we finished up college, we ran back into each other during the pandemic because I was crossing through Kansas City on a road trip out to Colorado, actually. And um, we kind of reconnected over just like, I, I think we both had probably about three years where we both did our own thing. You know, we kind of kept in touch now and then. But I think a lot of the music was born out of kind of reminiscing on old friendships that we kind of had together with others and experiences that we had separately and the timing was just really serendipitous to reconnect that way on the road trip. And so at the time, I knew she had probably about 14 songs. We narrowed that down for the first record we wound up collaborating on uh, together. And we recorded that one in, in Pittsburgh. But I think that's kind of how the nature of the music was born. But, you know, we, we both have our own influence in terms of the other types of music that I guess contribute to our our sound together. Yeah, and just to piggyback off of that, I think Galen and I, we both really enjoy listening to folk music, music that is culturally held close to the heart. So we, we enjoy listening to that thing, that sort of stuff. And we try to bring that into our sound, but with our new ideas that are sprung out of, you know, our experiences and friendships new and old so we like to describe our sound as well as kind of like a progressive folk or you know americana um you know just kind of paying tribute to our roots but also wanting to bring
ideas to it. Yeah, nicely said. And Americana does seem to be kind of evolving to be um, more of a catch-all, like it's a little bit broader of a term, so you don't get pigeonholed really into one genre or another. I feel like there's a lot of um, open-endedness for creative expression within the genre of Americana itself. Absolutely. I mean, I think because America is so diverse with the music that was cultivated here that, you know, Americana can kind of put you into a box but at the same time american music is so diverse that like because kirstie and i have traveled so many you know kirstie is originally from rochester which has new york yeah yeah, rochester (laughs) new york which has a totally different um traditional folk scene there than say you know appalachia Appalachia or even kansas city and like western folk music in america so it's it's very fun to take our influence and and try and push it into a new direction. Absolutely. Yeah, nicely said. Well, with that in mind, let's go ahead and take a listen to something. What should we kick off the show with today? I think uh, Cottonwood Pass would be a really great one. Yeah. I'm going to take a wild guess and say that was written about Colorado's Cottonwood Pass. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I I was camped out in uh, the Buena Vista area, and I I actually biked up that and... You know, it it was a song that kind of came out after I camped in the rain up there and just woke up, made some coffee under a tarp, and uh, (laughs) there it was. Amazing. Love that. Let's go ahead and take a listen.
just heard Cottonwood Pass from Kirsty Lynn and Galen Clark joining me today on Talkin' Music, that song written about our beautiful state of Colorado. It seems to me that place is an inspiration for both of you. Um, and, and Galen, you were speaking to this a little bit before we went into the song about how you've both traveled and stories have come of your travels and then become songs. Um, and I'm just curious if you can talk a little bit more about about place. Yeah, so um, my mom's side of the family is kind of scattered between different parts of Colorado, but my first time going to BV was probably in 2020. During the pandemic, I built out my car and was just kind of seeing a lot of the Southwest and a lot of places in Colorado that I'd never been to and got hooked on doing the 14er thing. And uh, it was definitely a bit of a, a solitary time, but a great one. I come from a military family background, and so we've got really good folks and family pretty much anywhere I go, which I'm really fortunate to have. But the Torrens family has been a really important group of people in my life, and they live in DV. And so that song came about just one morning. I was under a tarp in the rain and uh, had my guitar and a cup of coffee. Yeah. I mean, Galen and I both love to camp and hike and we love seeing the outdoors. We spent a lot of time at Shenandoah National Park um, when we were in school in Virginia. Um, but also, uh, well, Galen was living in Idaho um, last year, right? It was last year? Heard of last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, I went out there to start our first tour. And it was when we were in Idaho that we kind of fell in love with the, the landscape and we decided that we wanted to collaborate on this album together. And we went to Craters of the Moon National Park, and they have these things called Cinder Gardens there. And they're like basically these beds of ancient ash and lava rock where these tiny little white flowers just pop up out of like seemingly nothing. And so that was kind of the whole idea behind Cinder Garden, the album, as well as uh, Cinder Garden, the song. But yeah, we we definitely draw a lot of inspiration from the places we've been. Um, you know, I've, I've lived in London. I've lived in Virginia. I've lived here in Kansas City, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you know, New York. So I definitely feel like all of those places have influenced um, my sound in some way, as well as uh, some of the songs. You know, I can pinpoint certain songs you know, where where they were written, what was inspiring me, maybe even artists that I was I was listening at the time. Yeah, like we're we, we both move around quite a bit. <laughs> I can definitely relate to that. Um and I love that description of the Cinder Garden. Thank you so much for sharing that. Let's take a listen yeah. to something else. What else should we hear? Well why don't we listen to Cinder Garden? I think, you know, we just talked a little bit about it. <laughs> I love it. Natural progression. <laughs> the skin of calloused hands as she climbs again she climbs from the rocky pit of a love that went cold and dried igneous craters 
still know that with shallow roots and spines, something still can grow. just heard Cinder Garden off of the album by the same name by Christy Lynn and Galen Clark joining me today on Talkin' Music. Tell me a little bit more about this album. You recorded it in your living room by the sounds of it. What else can you tell us about it? So yes, we recorded it in my living room, Galen's living room, also Galen's bedroom. Um, um, and the, the songs on it are all songs that were born out of this you know, nostalgic feeling that we all kind of had during the pandemic. You know, it was such a new experience for so many of us, and a lot of us were just yearning for, you know, the past. And so these songs that we have, they speak to that. And they're a mix of songs that I wrote or songs that Galen wrote um, or songs that we kind of had ideas for and and came together to experiment on how we wanted them to go. But when we come together and and make music, uh, we always want to make sure that 
it flows. We want to make sure that we're staying true to ourselves and staying true to the message we want to relay. And more than anything, we want our listeners to really resonate with what we're trying to say. So the the album features a, a couple other musicians that are, are good friends. Joseph Nunez plays bass here with the Kansas City Symphony, um, um, but he plays bass on When Through the Trees Waltz. And then we have a good friend who plays the fiddle. His name is Zachary Mills. Um, and he plays fiddle on the first album we collaborated on that was called Tears in Medicine. But yeah, he's fantastic. And he is trained in um, uh, old... French-Canadian yeah, French music, like yeah. flat-footing. Yeah, he's, he's great. But um, yeah, we just wanted it to sound familiar, but also kind of give people that the freshness to the sound that they were that they were looking for as well. Mm, nicely said. I read once that nostalgia is a wistful affection for the past. Would you describe your album as wistful? Yeah, I would. I've never heard nostalgia being described that as that, but that's, that's really good. Yeah, I would definitely say, say it's wistful. It sounds like the album, um, just in the way that you're talking about it, was a real collaborative effort. Do you have takeaways from the process of collaboration? Any big lessons you've learned from working as a duo and then also working with, with other folks involved in your dynamic and, and how that plays out and how that works in terms of your creative process? I, I think it was interesting. This record, Kirsty and I both um, separately have been writing songs. Like, I don't think we wrote a single song on the record together in person. So I think everyone has their way of finding inspiration and then channeling it and harnessing that lightning in a bottle because it, it comes to you at a random point in time. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, for Wind Through the Trees Waltz, I wrote that song first in 4-4, and there's a version of it in 4-4 with just me. And Galen said, you know, this would be really good as a waltz. Mm. So with the collaborative efforts of other musicians, it's, it's really stunning what you think you're not missing, but like you don't know until someone speaks it. Like I had, I did not ever think about doing Winter the Trees Waltz. Well, I didn't think about doing it as a waltz until Galen heard it and said, you know, this would be great as a waltz. So I think the, the biggest takeaway might be that, you know, even if you think something is finished or something is as good as it can get, listen to an outsider's opinion because they might just give you something that you were not even expecting. It's just going to knock your socks off. Well, let's hear something else. What should we listen to? Let's do Wind Through the Trees Wall. Cool. Beautiful. Great. Since we were just talking about it, too.
just heard Wind Through the Trees Waltz. I'm joined today by Christy Lynn and Galen Clark on tour coming through Colorado this upcoming Thursday, November 10th. They will be playing at the Healthy Rhythm Art Gallery in Montrose. What can we hope for from this show? It's a very intimate venue, um, which seems like probably really suits suits the two of you and the way that you perform. But um, yeah, what else can we hope for? Well, definitely honesty genuineness you know we we don't like to put on any fronts really when when we play and we absolutely 100 percent adore intimate venues because you're right it does really suit our music i think you know our music is is written out of a necessity to create this a lot of our our feelings our experiences they kind of they build up inside of us and our songs are born from that from that innate need to to put it to music to put it to words and to get it out there so i think that you can hope for you know some connection in some way some familiarity some newness 
and maybe a laugh or two. Galen's been known to to bring out the jokes. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you both so much for joining me today. I'm going to have you take us out on one last song. Um, but I just want to say, yeah, thanks thanks for sharing your process, and we look forward to hosting you in Montrose. I really encourage our listeners to come out to this show. And um, any final final closing words? And if not, what should we what should we close out the show with today? Thank you so much, Taya, for having us. We've really enjoyed this this time to talk with you and talk about our music. Um, and we're super excited to be playing in uh, Colorado, in Montrose. This is our first time playing together in Colorado. So um, I think it's going to be a really great show. We've got a lot of good stuff prepared. Yeah, thanks so much for having us on. And um, we're looking forward to meeting folks and seeing family and friends out there. Excellent. What should we head out with today? What should we close the show with? I think um, let's listen to Fly Fisher. Stop.